Welcome to Reprogram Your Health, where we explore new ideas in health that change how you think and empower you to be your best. I'm your host, Erica Flint. I'm a board-certified hypnotherapist, and I practice in Bellingham, Washington, and across the nation. In my years of studying the mind, it's become clear that there are many roads that lead to the same destination, and for many of us, that destination is health and well-being. This show explores attitudes, philosophies, and techniques that are helping others towards those goals, maybe in new and surprising ways, which often means we are breaking the paradigm, challenging common beliefs, and introducing new ways of thinking about things to get actual results. In a time of increased uncertainty, focusing on what we can control is paramount. And one of those things is our health and how it relates to the mind-body connection. And today's episode is on how to increase your awareness of the mind-body connection. Our guest expert is Dr. Levine, and she's a naturopathic physician and therapist practicing in Bellingham, Washington. And before we get started hearing from Dr. Levine, I'm excited to introduce, we have two co-hosts today, so we're going to have a lot of fun today. We've got Robin Robertson on the show and Dr. Sonny Goggin. Now, both of these guys have been on our show before. They're fabulous. Robin Robertson is a fitness enthusiast and owner of Bellingham Tennis Club and Fairhaven Fitness, soon to be Bellingham Training and Tennis. And Dr. Sonny Goggin is also with us today. Dr. Goggin is better known as Sonny to friends and patients alike. She's a functional medicine doctor at Ideal Health in Bellingham. Hi, Erica. So happy to be here again. Mind-body connection. Love talking about this because it's so important for how you go about living your life, right? One of my favorite topics. Great to be here. Can't wait to hear what Dr. Levine has to contribute. Me too. All right. So Dr. Levine, can you start by telling us, you know, what do you see in your practice and what's going on with the mind-body connection? Hi. Good morning. Um, I have been in practice for about 20 years and I uh, seem to attract people who have very complex health problems. And what I started noticing over time is it didn't matter um, what medication or even supplement this person took unless they started looking at what was going on for them emotionally, what was going on in their relationships, in their workplace, in terms of their relationship to their body, things were not going to shift very significantly. So I realized I was going to have to start looking into, oh, What's going on here that people are not responding to even natural medicines um, when I think they should? And so I started recognizing that there is a connection here between how people feel in their lives, how people feel about themselves, and their physical health. And uh, clinically, that truth has borne out. Um, As I started to open up, Uh, the discussion with people about what's going on with you at home or what kind of stressors do you have at work. Just being able to talk about it, to speak to the truth of the stressors in their life actually shifted something. So, um, yeah. So did some of the medications or whatever you had been helping them with before start working once they started uh, kind of getting in touch with what was really going on and some of those stressors? Yeah, so what I found is that 
medication, whether it was drugs or a supplement, would take people a certain way. Um, and typically, it wouldn't always be sustained. So they'd be feeling fine for a while, and then they'd drop back to um, their original state of health. Or something else would appear. So it's like pushing down on one thing, resolving that, and something else pop pops up. So it was constantly chasing after um, symptoms, new symptoms that would emerge. And um, that's often how people are um, engaged in their health care. Something gets taken care of and then something else pops up. And it seemed to be ultimately a futile effort in terms of getting people to a really good, comfortable state of health. I can totally relate to what you're saying about sort of playing whack-a-mole with people's yeah. issues. Right. And it, it's hard to get... Um, find the way to help someone recognize that deep effect that everything that's happening within their lives has on how they're feeling. And I can't wait to hear some of your uh, thoughts on how we move people into that space. You know, when you're used to uh, receiving medication to control a symptom and expecting to feel better, and, and really you have to get at what's underlying it all. And so I, I, what kind of techniques have you used to open that up for people? Um, well, when I first started um, declaring myself to be a mind-body practitioner, um, I started seeing people with really long lists of physical complaints, and it felt a little bit overwhelming initially. I felt like, how am I going to take care of this? And often the stories involved um, abuse of some sort. Um, long-held depression or anxiety. And so um, I developed this technique of, okay, uh, I can't take care of everything at once, but if we start peeling off layers, like peeling off the layers of an onion, just start somewhere. Um, and often um, it would be something really simple like, let's create a connection with you. Because frequently, especially in our culture, we don't, we're often negotiating our relationships with someone else, or we need feedback from someone else, or we're trying to please the boss, or our partner, or our children, and we just know, don't know ourselves. We don't know what it feels like to be in our own bodies. So that idea of being embodied, of coming into yourself, can be so powerful, ridiculously easy and amazingly powerful. So that means learning how to breathe into your belly, slow down your breath and breathe into your belly so that you actually feel yourself from the inside. It doesn't um, take a course to learn how to do that. Um, and if you spend a few minutes a couple of times a day doing that, you start to experience yourself in a different way. That's just a very simple thing, but powerful. Well, I'm excited because I think that we should have uh, Dr. Levine teach uh, the three of us in the yeah. studio here how Sounds to do good. that uh, yeah. effectively. And then um, we'll do that when we come back in just a minute. Thank you. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment, in a moment with Reprogram Your Health Radio. 
If you're just joining us, you're listening to Reprogram Your Health Radio, new ideas in health that change how you think and empower you to be your best on KMRE 102.3 FM in Bellingham, Washington, and around the world on KMRE.org. Today's guest is Dr. Holly Levine, and we're talking about how to increase the awareness of the mind-body connection. Let's start off with that mind-body connection in breathing. Now, I understand Mm -hmm. that the olfactory nerve is dangling in there in your sinuses through your nasal cavity. So when you breathe in through your nose, you're activating your brain to let it know that oxygen's coming in. But let's talk a little bit about the breathing techniques. Tell us more. Right. Um, One of the reasons that um, breath is so powerful is that when you breathe in, either through your nose or your mouth, um, you're actually slowing down. We breathe all the time, but we're not aware of breathing. We're all breathing right now. We're not particularly aware of it. Um, but we are now because I just mentioned it. So um, if we breathe with some awareness that we're breathing and allow our breath to drop right down to the bottom of our bellies, what we're doing is kicking in the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the nervous system that calms things down. So when we start to calm things down, we're um, actually decreasing our output of uh, certain substances like stress hormones that contribute to um, inflammation in the body and also in a very kind of uh, odd way, weight gain. So um, breath has an impact on inflammation, pain, weight, sense of well-being, um, and... What I'd like to do now is um, talk about how it can be very simply used. So starting with um, the belly, because that's where we're breathing into, um, placing the hand on the belly just below the belly button, because that's where you're breathing into. Okay, we're going to try that, right? Yeah, there we go. okay. Listeners, try it also. <laughs> yeah, one of your hand, whichever hand wants to go there first. For me, I'm left-handed, so my left hand goes there first. Some people also like to put their hand around where their heart is so that you can feel the breath going down past your heart into your belly. And it also gives something for your other hand to do as well. So, um, and then if you're comfortable breathing in through your nose, that's fine. But if you're not, your nose is blocked, say you have seasonal allergies, um, you can breathe in through your mouth and that's fine too. So taking a breath, not an effortful breath, but a nice deep breath. And then the natural response for people is often once you've breathed in through your mouth or your nose is to breathe out your mouth. And so to do that even three times and uh, let the breath drop down to your belly. And then when you're ready, exhale through the through your mouth. And I'd love to hear, Robin. I feel so much calmer. I really do. Yeah, it's interesting. And that was what, three breaths? Three breaths. breaths. Right. I think maybe if you can take time during your day and take a few minutes. Right. How many times a day should someone pause and take a few breaths? So I think it's really great to start the day 
with that kind of awareness, mm. like coming into your body so that you have much more of you to go out into your day with. It's also good at the end of the day to let things drop away to do um, to do some belly breathing. And then on your lunch break, or if something is really intense for you during the day, take a couple of deep breaths very discreetly if you need to. Put your hands on your belly. Bring your breath down to where your hands are, and then release your breath. Do that a couple of times, and it's remarkable what that can bring to you. We usually end our um, our cycling sessions with three deep breaths, and mm. I had always done it in the past because it felt like a nice way to bring calm about after a, a challenging exercise session. But I can see how adding this to just your regular work day, right. which I haven't before, and I'm certainly going to do now, would help me feel a little more refreshed during the day. Right. And a little more like you have yourself. Because when you're in your body, when you're really in your body, your awareness is in your body instead of out there in mm. space somewhere, you're not dealing with brain fog, you're not dealing with anxiety or the sense that you don't know kind of where you are, you don't know what you want to do. You're feeling grounded, like you're, mm, you're seated in your body. So it's actually easier to make decisions or deal with things that feel stressful. Yeah. This is something where I have actually used my cell phone in a good way by it re reminding me to take deep breaths and it just but it mm. it vibrates and I look down and it says don't forget to take deep breaths and there are some uh, some good apps uh, so there's good apps and bad apps but these apps <laughs> um, there's one called heart coherence where you can use the camera on the phone to measure your pulse and it can tell you about your um, parasympathetic activ activity activity <laughs> so you're able to uh, sort of use it like a game to improve oh, right and, yeah right and sometimes if people say oh i i'm not going to remember i say just set an alarm just set an alarm and when it mm -hmm. goes off take a breath take a yeah. couple of breaths take three breaths to me three breaths is where you want to start and then if you want to go longer um, breathe for a minute set it for a minute and do some breathing for a minute then that's great too but three breaths really is is what it takes yeah, to do very, some grounding. Yeah, that's not no. very much. It doesn't no. take very much time. No. Right? I've heard a couple things, too, that I find very interesting about belly breathing in general. First of all, it's how babies breathe, right? Naturally, we come out breathing that way. But they also, the second thing is, I've heard, and I would love to hear you guys' input on this, that we actually get more oxygen when we breathe all the way to our belly. Doesn't that make sense? It totally makes sense. Yes. If we're expanding, if we're breathing, we're actually expanding our lungs in both directions, out and down. And so we are bringing more oxygen. And when you're bringing more oxygen in, it's actually food for your body. So you're feeding yourself um, and you're calming yourself and you're grounding yourself. That's quite a bit of bang for one breath, really. I think yeah. so. Well, it's totally our connection to life. And so yeah. know, if you can just be a little more conscious of how you're breathing, it can help your day even easier. And I love that this is something that our listeners can do right now. It doesn't take right. any extra effort really to just sit there and practice some belly breathing. And we're going to be back in just a minute. We're going to continue with this really fascinating discussion with Dr. Holly Levine in just a minute. 
If you're just joining us, you're listening to Reprogram Your Health Radio, where we explore new ideas in health that change how you think and empower you to be your best on KMRE 102.3 FM in Bellingham, Washington, and around the world on KMRE.org. Today's guest is Dr. Holly Levine, and we're talking about how to increase the awareness of the mind-body connection. Over the break, you were talking a little bit about a spring detox program. I would love to hear more about that. That sounds really neat. Well, detoxes and cleanses are really popular these days. Um, Spring is a good time to do that um, because it starts to warm up and your body, the whole idea of renewal um, fits really well with a cleanse or a detox My detox program um, is a mind-body detox, um, and I was really interested in going in that direction because um, that's the orientation of my practice, but also because there has been a flurry of research in the last couple of years showing the connection between the gut and the brain. So there are now um, psychiatrists who, instead of using medication for anxiety and depression, talk to people about food and food allergies and are using probiotics to help feed um, the good bacteria of of the gut and are noticing that this actually has an impact on anxiety and depression. So I have actually found that in my practice that when people start to deal with their food allergies, just naturally, they start to feel better. Naturally, anxiety and depression starts to decrease. So the thing about doing a detox is that you're eating super clean, not the way that you'd eat in your everyday life, but you're cutting out really all those pleasure foods. And when you cut out the pleasure foods, up comes the stress and anxiety that sometimes is suppressed by having an ice cream or filling up on a big bowl of pasta or having a drink or three at the end of the day. So up comes that stress. And what do you do about it? So part of this detox is to actually talk about it to be with it, to cry over it, to let it go. And I use flower essences sometimes to help do that. But it's a recognition that when you don't have those comfort foods to rely on, stuff is going to come up. And that's good because you don't want that old emotional stuff um, playing havoc in your body. You want to release that. That is definitely a part of a detox is to let go of old emotional stuff. That sounds like a really fantastic opportunity to face some of your own challenges and in a way to uh, be able to look at it and let it go. Right. Yeah. Well, and I know that uh, Dr. Holly Levine, I know that there's a lot of really cool things that we can help uh, people with when they have those kind of you know, emotions that they're shoving down, it tends to just get worse over time. And I know in my experience, in my practice, that stuff doesn't go away. Mm -hmm. And we can try and shove it down with a pizza or a hot dog or a Twinkie. But I'll tell you, it comes back later, and it's often worse. So it's a really good idea to let that stuff go. And I'm so happy that you're helping people with this. And it really is that we're self-medicating when we do things like have the pizza. We we get a a dopamine surge or there's a chemical change that happens. And it's so vital that if you let that bubble to the surface, you can really deal with it. Exactly what you're saying. I love it. 
Right, right. And also, um, as you're dealing with it, as you're opening to it, your body just goes, oh, thank you. It's really Mm. amazing all the different ways that your body thanks you. The pain is less. You're sleeping better. You're more able to make a connection with other people. And that's a huge part of um, wellness is the connections that we make with others. Huge. I love that. And I do know that, um, you know, Dr. Goggin, what you were saying about, you know, there is a real there is a real feeling and sensation that we get. And I think it's important to validate that with our clients and our patients to say, you know what? It does. It does taste good when you have that pizza and that food because you get that chemical response. But you know what? That's a let's just fix this problem now and I'll deal with it later type of a thing where we can help uh, people resolve that issue for a long, long time. And that sounds like what you're doing. Um, that actually takes us into a whole other area, which is um, people's eating patterns. Um, and that can be a really important part of health for some people. Um, for other people who don't, who use comfort foods, and I would say that's probably most of us, um, we use food in some way. It's um, when you're doing a cleanse, you don't have the comfort. So the edge comes up. And we all have those edges. So... How do we work those edges? How do we um, how do we walk that line between um, indulging in something that softens the edges and um, being being functional and taking stuff on? So, mm-hmm. yeah, very good. What do you uh, What would you say are the top three things that you want our listeners to do today? Well, we spent a lot of time talking about breathing mm-hmm. and the uh, effect of breathing, the really powerfully positive effect of breathing, the grounding effect of breathing, um, the anti-inflammatory effect of breathing, the uh, de-stressing effect of breathing. So belly breathing um, is a great place to start. Three uh, deep, calm belly breaths. Um, recognizing that how you eat is going to affect how you feel. And uh, that there is a lot of um, documentation about the gut-brain connection. And so just an awareness of that. You can make some choices um, if you're aware of that. Um, The other thing is, um, besides breathing and eating, um, you can bring yourself to a better state of health by just allowing yourself to feel what you feel. And so that means um, crying, and crying isn't just for babies. Um, that means deeply allowing yourself to feel what you feel. That means connecting with others and really um, honoring the connection that you, um, the importance of connection with others. It also means being kind to yourself. Very good. I love that. Beautiful. All right. Very good. Well, I'm so happy to have you here today, Dr. Holly Levine. How can people get in touch with you? Well, I have a website, um, BellinghamHealingCenter.net. I have um, a phone number, and that's 738-8087, and the area code is 360. And um, I have a Facebook page, Bellingham Healing Center. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And I also want to thank our uh, co-hosts today, Robin Robertson of Bellingham Tennis Club and Fairhaven Fitness, soon to be Bellingham Training and Tennis. So happy to be here. And that mind-body connection not only is 
important in your own self-awareness in calm states, but also when you are active. Because sometimes when I'm working with our clients at the club and I ask someone to perform a certain movement, they have no idea how to make it happen, right? So it's that mind-body connection, not only mentally, but physically, physically. super important. All, all of it is part of the big package. Absolutely, yeah. That sounds like a really great topic for another show, mm. Robin. What do you think? Of course, yes. <laughs> and I want to thank Dr. Uh, Sonny Goggin for being here today as well from Ideal Health Bellingham. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to go and breathe some this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Deep belly breath for everybody. <laughs> me too. Yeah. So thanks, everyone. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. I'm Erica Flint, and this is Reprogram Your Health Radio on KMRE 102.3 FM in Bellingham, Washington, and around the world on KMRE.org. We want to hear from you. Join the conversation online at ReprogramYourHealthRadio.com, where you can interact with our guest experts and hosts, ask your questions, and you can enter to win a free Reprogram Your Health radio mug and submit show ideas. Our engineer is Emmeline Kaiser. Our theme music is Northern Lights by Ryan Farish and additional music by The Killers. Sir. Sure.